Hello, everybody. Welcome to Prospect Profile, episode 22. Um, this is the second day of our uh, combine coverage, and today uh, we'll be covering the wide receivers, quarterbacks, and tight ends. Um, I think most of the um, talk today is going to be on probably the wide receivers and tight ends. I mean, the quarterbacks, I'm going to have a, a little few things on, but definitely I think more of the story with uh, the combine is on the uh, on the receivers and and uh, tight ends because you could really tell from drills like from with them like what can what they can do and it, with quarterbacks it's like yeah I, I I understand like you can see them throw and everything like that but you don't really see like the in game pressures that they have to deal with and, and and everything I mean it's nice to see that some of like the guys and how they have certain guys have touch on their passes some guys don't and the accuracy in those drills but. You know, you can only tell so much from those, but I will talk a little bit about some of the quarterbacks that did look good and some of them that maybe not so good. Also, though, let me start, I'm going to start the show with something I thought, I found very interesting. Um, So, the draft uh, Twitter, NFL draft official Twitter actually um, posted that you can, you know, teams can request players at the combine to work out at a second position and you can kind of see how scouts are seeing those pl- players, you know, as projecting to the next level. And these are the guys that they listed. You know, they didn't list everyone, but it, I found this really interesting. So these are the guys that they listed. So Nick Fitzgerald, the quarterback from Miss State, they actually asked him to work out as a tight end. And that's that's fascinating. I mean, I guess I could see it. He's a pretty tall guy. He's he's got quickness. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's not, and I, you know, from what I've seen of him at Miss State, he's not the best thrower of the football, that's, that's for sure, but, you know, he can move, and that's, that's for darn sure, and uh, I, I know, that'd be pretty interesting, and I think the one that's been being most talked about uh, lately, it was, the, was the, that they asked uh, Penn State's uh, Trace McSorley to be a defensive back. To work out as a D back, he did not do it. Uh, um, unfortunately, I, I would have liked that would have been interesting to see him work out with the D backs. Um, but yeah, no, I mean that's interesting to see that scouts view him as possibly like a defensive back, maybe like a like a special teams type of gunner or, or something like that. I, it's kind of what I'm thinking, and because he is he's quick. I mean Trace Trace is a quick guy. I mean I'm, he's I don't like his arm talent whatsoever. I think he's. He's scatter shot. He doesn't really um, have the, the those talents. He's a he's a now he's got all the intangibles in the world. But don't get me wrong. But you know he's just not an NFL quarterback. So it's interesting though to see that some scouts maybe project him as like a defensive back, but he he didn't um, work out in that way. So it'd be interesting to see how that develops in the future for him. You know if he tries to want to make wants to try to make a roster, maybe he does end up switching position. Um, then after that, they had, they actually asked if Devin Singletary, the FAU running back on a workout as a receiver. That's to me, very interesting because I didn't really see a lot of pass catching on, on his film, but I mean, I guess I could see it. I mean, he's a, he's a shorter guy. He's not like the biggest guy in the world. So I don't really... I don't really understand that one, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't know. And he doesn't have, like, t- 
top end speed either. So I, I don't know. I don't understand that one. That one didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, they asked um, Hakeem Butler, uh, the receiver from Iowa State, if he wanted to work out as a tight end. That doesn't surprise me in the least. He's got tight end size, as we all know, or close to it. I mean, he's huge. Um, I, I, I could see him, you know, kind of being like a kind of like a Devin Funches where he was like a kind of an in-betweener, you know, tight end receiver, and they weren't really sure what he was. But I think Butler is going to be wide receiver. I, I think he's got it, what it takes. And I'm going to go into why um, after some of the workout numbers he posted. And then, um, interestingly enough, they asked Ed Oliver to work out as a linebacker. And to me, I think to me and a lot of the other draft picks, this is a uh, kind of a tongue-in-cheek really funny thing because uh you know there there was that tweet from that one beat writer i can't remember his name um for the life of me but he he was like you know maybe maybe ed oliver could could switch the linebacker like teddy bruschi did uh, which i thought was silly but you know and i i get it ed oliver has linebacker range he's not your normal defensive tackle in the way he can move uh, but to switch him at being working out at a linebacker just is absurd. It's absurd to me. And also, they did the same thing with uh, Ohio State's uh, defensive tackle Draymond Jones, who I've covered on the podcast as well. I have him work as a linebacker. I get he's a really good pass rusher. He's not the best run stopping guy at all, but I wouldn't line him up at linebacker either. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought those were pretty interesting, especially Trace McSorley at D back was was pretty hilarious. But um, no, be interesting to see how that would uh work out. But anyway, let's get back to the workout um, on uh, you know, in in every all the numbers and the results and everything. So we're gonna start. I'm gonna start with the wide receivers, and uh, I'm gonna start. I gotta start with the lead story of the of the day with them. And I, I think it's got to be with DK Metcalf. Um, oh my goodness, uh, <laughs> DK Metcalf is not human. He is an absolute specimen. This guy is six three, two hundred twenty eight pounds, and he ran a four three three, a four three three. Are you kidding me? A four three three, and he benched twenty seven, twenty seven reps on the bench press. Oh my! I mean, one hundred thirty four inches on the broad jump, forty and a half on the vertical. Like, these Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's just ins- I- I'm sorry, but that's just ridiculous, dude. Um, that to me is just. Unreal. Unreal numbers. I mean, he was in the top five of all those. He, and I mean, that's just crazy. Sure, he his agility drills weren't great. Um, he was kind of in the bottom tier of the three cone, the bottom tier of the uh, of the uh, twenty yard shuttle. So he wasn't the best on the agilities, but. DK Metcalf is so dynamic anyway 
this the way he his belt and his straight line speed and just his size it's i i don't think it's going to be a problem uh, and that's just unbelievable to me that he this guy ran a 433 at what he's doing with his upper body strength and i don't i i think like all the injury concerns i think we just got to like quiet it now i mean this this guy was just dynamic at the combine yesterday that's that is unbelievable what he what he did i think he is solidified wide receiver one he so much and i i saw that lance zerline compared him to josh gordon and as a browns fan i i really see it so many similarities with him he he's just uh He's just a crazy, crazy, crazy talent. I, I just that he's gonna be a wide receiver one like instantaneously at the next level. He he's he's just built for for football. But yeah, DK Metcalf stole the show yesterday. I mean I don't even know if he would say stole the show. I mean I but I don't think anybody in their right mind thought he'd even run that low of a forty. And he did it. And that is just so impressive. So, so impressive. Good for you, DK. Good for you, man. I'm looking so forward to seeing this guy play at the next level, regardless of where he ends up. I selfishly wish he would end up on the Browns, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen, especially after yesterday. So, who knows? Uh, moving on from DK Metcalf, there was also some other good 40. This is a generally a really good day for the receivers. I mean, there was a lot of guys that ran sub 4-5, which I I, I was re- very impressed with. One of the guys that really surprised me was Hakeem Butler. He ran only a f- he ran a 4-4-8. And this guy, mind you, is 6-5-227 himself. So that's a really, really good run for him. I don't think people thought he'd run that that fast. And that is a great, great number to run. I think he solidified himself as a day two pick I with, with doing that. Uh, you know, he had a pretty decent bench press at 18 reps. Uh, 36 vertical was, was pretty pretty okay. Um, 128 inch broad jump, but he didn't run the, run the agilities at all. But I I think that 40 definitely helped him out and really wowed some teams looking at him with his with his size. And, and now he's got that sub four five. That's really great for Hakeem Butler. He did a really good job for himself yesterday. And he's another target I could really love to see the Browns go after if he's available on day two for them. Um, another guy I thought that did really well for himself was Terry McLaurin. Yeah, Terry McLaurin had a really nice day from Ohio State. He had um, a top five uh, 40 for uh, receivers, four three five, which is great. Fantastic. Um, he also had he had an 18 inch 
uh, 18, oh, I'm sorry, um, 18 reps on the bench press, which is solid. Uh, 37 and a half vert, which is, which is pretty good. Um, and he, um, broad jump. He had, he was a uh, pretty high, pretty good uh, in that 125. Uh, it's not bad at all. And on the th- on the three cone, he was uh, pretty good. He was seven uh, seven seconds, but just about seven seconds. Uh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, you won't can't complain about that. Um, and then on the twenty yard, he twenty yard shuttle, he was um, in four one five in the top ten or so, which is really really good. So. Yeah, he did. I thought um, thought Terry McLaurin did a really good job. He uh, kind of put himself in that that late day two discussion. I think uh, with his with his not uh, his running, and I, I I really liked what he did um, at the Senior Bowl as well. So I I really think he's gonna be like a a good like wide receiver three for somebody like pretty quickly. And um I think I think he's improving. And I I don't know. I, I really like Terry McLaurin as well. I, I think he did a pretty good job for himself yesterday. <clears throat> and then uh after him, another guy I really liked what he did. Really like what he did. Was Hunter Renfro. And it wasn't really in the in the uh, forty, you know, he had he ran a modest uh, four five nine, which is you know nothing crazy, but you know you you maybe like to see a little quicker there, but that's not really the story with Renfro. Um, he really shine where he really shine, and he only had seven bench press reps, which is kind of you know, but he's he's only, yeah, I remember he's only five ten one eighty four, so I'm not gonna. I'm not going to knock him on his bench, really. You know, modest athlete, 35 vertic- vertical, which is good, though. I mean, that's not bad by any means. 116 broad jump. But where he really shined, like I said, was the agility drills, which he ran them all, which I always like to see that. You know, you know he, wanted, he wanted to prove, you know, where he's where he's going. And I don't know where the results went for the three cone. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong page here. That would be why. So, yeah, Hunter Renfro was fantastic. He was top three in the three cone drill. Number three time, 680 on three cone, which is fantastic. If you're under six, that's great. I'm, I'm, I love that. 20-yard uh, shuttle, he was um, top Twelve, like top twelve in that, he was four one four one nine. That's not bad at all. That's pretty good. And then um, on the sixty yard shuttle, he ran an eleven three nine, which was good for tops with him and Cody Thompson tied. But you know, only four guys ran it, but uh, he he ran them all. So and he was pretty good in all of them, especially the three cone, which is the one I really like. And he shows you, and I think that just shows you how he's able to get open so much on the college level, Hunter Renfro. And he's at that short area speed where he just separates from from defensive backs so well. And I think he kind of proved it with the drills yesterday. And I really, I'd honestly be shocked if he felt 
I wouldn't actually. I wouldn't be shocked, but in, but I don't think he should fall to day three. But he probably will, just because like you know he doesn't have the crazy you know athletic ability like some other guys. But I'm sorry, this guy could just flat out get open, and I want him on my team. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm an FL guy, I, I want him on my team. I don't care if he's a wide receiver, not your wide receiver one or two, you know. But he's gonna get you those those catches when you need them. You know, and he just he run he runs underneath so well. He's able to separate consistently from defensive backs, and I just I just really really like Hunter Renfro a ton. I thought and I thought he did pretty well for himself in those agility drills at the combine yesterday. So another guy, um, I'd say did did pretty well. Uh, I mean, well, Paris Campbell definitely was a highlight of it probably the showing off explosiveness wise uh Paris Campbell really really did uh did really well yesterday he um he had the fastest 40 out of everybody he had 431 well he tied with they said Isabella tied with him from mass UMass but um Paris Campbell had a 43140 he uh on the vertical, he had a forty-inch vertical, which is good for top, five, which was good for number five out of the receivers. He had a uh, uh, hundred thirty-five broad jump, so he he killed the athletic testing. He killed athletic testing, absolutely killed it. So that was that was impressive. Another Ohio State guy that that killed it. In the um, athletic, you know, in the in the drills, in, in in a different way from Darian McLaurin, though, a little a little differently, but they still both of them did did really well for themselves. Uh, he didn't. Uh, Paris Campbell didn't run the agilities, but uh, yeah, I, I think you know Paris Campbell really put himself on the map. You know, really, I think cemented himself as a as a as like a late day two. Guy, I'm not saying he is, but I think teams are going to look at that athleticism and see and and really take a shot on him because of his explosiveness and his ability to create some problems in in the deep deep game. So, and I, I think he definitely showed that at the very least uh, at the combine yesterday with his, just the explosiveness, explosive playability. Um, also, uh, AJ Brown did did pretty good. Um, I I thought he I thought he did really well for himself. He uh, he ran from an Ole Miss. I I'm sorry. Uh, he ran a four four nine forty, which is pretty good for for him. I I mean I I think people thought uh, you know he was gonna run slower than that, and he caught really well in the drills. And and he and he's clearly fast enough. He's running a sub four or five. That's awesome for him too. I think AJ Brown's gonna be, I mean, another day two guy. Uh, for sure. Oh, I I mean, and it's probably. I mean, could he slip into late round one? Who knows? I I don't think he will, but it's possible now. After that, I think he he certainly could. So I I don't know. I I like AJ Brown. I liked AJ Brown's tape. For sure, I mean, he's a catch machine. 
Um, and now he looks faster than people thought. So that's really good for him as well. Uh, Annie Isabella from uh, UMass, I thought, did did really, really well for himself as well. He had a 4-3-1-40, um, ran a three-cone 6-9-5, which is great, under seven seconds. I'll, I'll take that. 4-1-5, a 20-yard shuttle. So I I thought uh I thought Andy Isabella did really well and there's kind of questions with Isabella, you know, with his size like can he be that because he kind of really was a was an outside guy at UMass but you know some guys are kind of projecting him as more of a slot guy at the next level but he never really he didn't really do that at UMass so that's going to kind of be the question with with Isabella but the talent is clearly there with Isabella and he ran great so. He's quick as all hell, so you know I I think he uh, really put himself on the map uh, for sure, and plus he he's a really good returner as well. So I think that's a big thing with Isabella. Let's see, um, Debo Debo Samuel had a really good day as well. Uh, he he ended up. Uh, running really like really well for himself. If uh, this would load, okay. So he had a pretty good day. Um, four four eight forty, uh, which was I think quicker than some people thought. And uh, thirty nine inch vertical, which is fantastic. Um, he had a one twenty two on the broad jump, not bad at all. Uh, seven th- uh seven uh point zero three on the three cone okay which is pretty okay and uh twenty yard shuttle at four one four so I I think he ran quicker than than thought and I think that that is actually really really good for him he knows how to get open and uh, I think I think that was a really good day for him as well. But uh, yeah, so a guy that didn't, I'm going to really single out one guy that really didn't do a whole lot for himself to, on that day. It would probably be, and a couple guys actually, uh, Nikhil Harry. And he, uh, he didn't, well, he did well for himself in some areas, but I think the big one was... He ran a 45340, which isn't terrible. I mean, that's pretty good for him. I mean, he's 6'2, 228. He's huge. That's pretty good for him, but you know, he's not Metcalf Metcalf good in that area. Um, he benched 27, which is tied with TK Metcalf. The dude was a, a upper body freak. 38 and a half inch vertical, which you can't complain about at all. 122 on the broad, but he didn't run the agilities. Um, and I think for good reason. <laughs> and and drills, he just looked kind of stiff. Uh, you see a lot of the same problems at Arizona State, where he had problems getting that that separation in short area situations. And I think there's a lot of questions about you know still a lot of questions about his short area quickness and can he separate well at the next level? And I don't think he really did anything to quiet those concerns at the combine. I'm not saying he knocked his stock down at all, but He's kind of a 
he kind of got heavy feet, I think. So that's going to be kind of tough. You know, it didn't really, uh, you know, I, I don't know. And it just wasn't, he's, this doesn't have that explosiveness when he cuts. So I don't know. I think that might be a problem for Harry on the next level. And I, I still think he's going to be an early day too, just because of his, his size and, and everything. But I don't know. I think Harry might not be as, as great as some people are thinking he might be. Uh, Wilsworth and Humphrey ran a really, really bad 40. 4.75. I mean, that was a really, really uh, bad for him. He needed to have a good day, I think, on testing-wise. And little Jordan and Humphrey. And I, he just didn't really do a whole lot um, testing-wise to stand out. And that 40 is definitely hanging over him for sure. But... um. I think that's about it on on the receivers. I I don't I don't want to just don't want to keep going on ad nauseum about this. There there were some guys that did pretty well that I'm probably missing, unfortunately. But now I, that was a, it was a good day for those guys I listed. You know, and some guys did fine anyway. <laughs> even though if I didn't, you know, list them, and they thought they did pretty well for themselves, but. uh the, the, from the one I what I saw, that's what I what I really the guys that really stood out to me. Uh, so now we're gonna go to the, look at the tight ends, and I didn't get to see a whole lot of the um, like the catching drills and, and route running drills with the tight ends. So I'm kind of more going off of the results here. Um, so fastest forty went to Noah Fant. No shock there. <laughs> Four five he ran, which is unbelievably great. I mean, that's awesome. Noah Fant, you know, he did what you're, you know, you're expected of, and um, he had you know twenty reps on the bench, which is which isn't bad. Thirty nine and a half inch vertical. I heard you know, you know there was. Rumors he did 42 and a half uh, a, a couple years ago on that, but you know he tested at 39 and a half at the comment, which is still fantastic. You know I can't complain about that at all. 127 on the broad jump. He ran a three cone in 681, which is absolutely crazy for a tight end. Crazy number for a tight end. I mean, are you kidding me? A 681 on the three cone? That's receiver numbers right there. That's better than some than a lot of receivers in the that did in the three cone. That that to me just shows you how how much of a freak Noah Fant is. He he is something else when it comes to uh, that short area quickness with him. He he was also third in the twenty yard shuttle four two two, and um, don't think he ran, and he was the number one in the sixty yard shuttle at eleven four nine. He was an absolute freak. Uh, Pretty much confirmed how good he is athletically, and just he's gonna be an absolute horrendous matchup for for some guys at the next level, just with those that type of testing he churned out yesterday. Uh, Noah, Noah Fant is is unbelievable, and remember this guy is six four two forty nine doing all that. That's just absolutely ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous numbers for him. He he 
solidified himself as a first rounder, in my opinion. But his counterpart, um, TJ Hawkinson from Iowa, did did pretty well for himself as well. I mean, he ran a four seven, which is nothing to sneeze at. You will take that any day from your from your tight end, your, your starting tight end. And uh, in the bench press, he had seventeen. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson did, which is which is pretty good. Um, and the vertical jump, he was second to Noah Fant, thirty-seven and a half. Uh, he was also second to Noah Fant in the broad jump. <laughs> Who was number one in that? I mean, Noah Fant was just un- unbelievable today. I mean, he was one twenty-seven, and TJ was one twenty-three. They those two were just right breathing down each other's necks uh, in terms of that. And guess who ran second to Noah Fant in the three cone? TJ Hawkinson, once again, <laughs> like right there with him. TJ actually had a little better time on him than the twenty-yard shuttle, and second to Noah Fant in the sixty-yard shuttle was. TJ Hawkinson. It, it, if that doesn't show you, those are those guys are tight ends one and two right there, whatever order you put them in. Then I don't know what what does. I mean, they pretty much confirmed those two guys confirmed where they are um, in the draft, and that for a good reason. They're, they're, they just stand out from everybody else. They are absolute gems at the position, and they're going to make whoever gets them uh, really happy. Both of them are are just going to be, I think for me, I, I think they're both going to be stars at the next level, in different ways, but they're going to be stars, both of them. But um, that wasn't just those two. I mean, really, I mean they both did a fantastic job, and you know they stole the show for sure. But another guy that I've been keeping my eye on, that I I haven't really looked at it lot of film yet but I've been been kind of hearing his name pop up lately is Cahale Waring from or Cahale Waring Waring I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name it's Waring I think Cahale Waring from San Diego State and he had a heck of a day um himself he ran a 467 on the 40 which is great 19 on the bench press up uh, 36 and a half vertical which is pretty good uh, 122 on the broad jump. So he was top one. Um, he was the top in like the top discussion for a lot of these drills. And he was right there with Hawkinson and Fant and those top in that top five discussion. And when it comes comes to the drills, Waring was third behind Hawkinson and Fant in the broad. Um. He was he was a little lower in the he was lower in the three cone though uh, he didn't have a great three cone seven two one which was okay you know but wasn't spectacular um he was on the twenty yard shuttle was fourth uh, which was not bad four two five he ran really well there um <clears throat> in the sixty yard he was third uh, with eleven seven two I mean Fanton. Fan and Hawkinson, you know, were kind of just separated from the pack on that. But uh, 
Yeah, Waring did very well for himself. I think he he definitely upped his stock uh, with his results, and uh, I definitely got to look into him. He's 6'5", 252 as well. He's a big dude, and he can get up, and I've seen some clips of him just get up and grab grab balls. So I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna look into him a little more as well. Um, another few a guy that did pretty well was uh, Irv Smith from Alabama, tight end. Uh, he had a four six three forty, which is great. Uh, he had nineteen bench press reps. Uh, vertical wasn't great, uh, thirty two and a half, but you know not not terrible, but not. Nothing to really your broad jump wasn't great with one ten, but he you know it was still you know it is not very good. I mean, it was in the bottom of uh, tight ends there, but that's not really his game. Uh, in the three cone, he was kind of low at seven three two. Um, twenty yard shuttle. He went in a four three three, which isn't bad. And he was at, uh, he actually had the worst 60-yard shuttle at 12.44. So, I don't know. That, I thought Irv had a better combine than that. Now that I look at it, he had a really good straight line speed, but the kind of the agility in, the in like, the vert, it wasn't really as good as you thought. So, I don't know. He kind of, he was actually a little more of a disappointment, I thought. Uh, another guy that really didn't do well was uh, was Isaac Nada from from Georgia. He had a really rough combine. Uh, I that was a it was a pretty crappy to see because there was a lot of like hype with him. He came out as a five star recruit in high school. You know Georgia. You know you kind of say hey you know okay I get it like he's not um, being used as much maybe because of all the pass catchers around him. And Godwin, Hardman, Riley Ridley, you know, all those guys. But he did no favors of himself running a 4-9-140. Uh, you know, his bench was pretty solid at 19. That wasn't bad, but his vertical was worst in the combine. Uh, worst for all tight ends, 28 inches. Um, broad jump, he was... I don't think he actually did the broad jump. He did not do the broad jump. No, um, you know, he did. He skipped the broad jump. Uh, he ran a seven four five on the three cone, which was the worst again. <laughs> so he had the worst vertical. He had the worst forty yard dash. Actually, no, I'm sorry. He did not have the worst for. He had the third worst forty yard dash, but he was right in the bottom. He had the worst um, worst three cone at seven four five. And that was by like five hundredths of a second too. Um, on the, f- I don't think he. I don't know he now he he had a four four three in the forty yard uh, twenty yard shuttle, which wasn't fantastic either. It was kind of in the bottom tier. Uh, and then on the sixty yard shuttle, he uh, was twelve two six, which was and again in like the bottom half of the tight ends. Did no favors for himself. Didn't really do anything to stand out. And I don't know. I think that's going to knock him down uh, for sure. It just didn't, he didn't test well at all. And I, I don't know. I just don't. 
I don't think uh, I don't think Nada did himself any favors with with those numbers. Uh, just didn't really didn't really impress at all. So but yeah, for I mean for me those are the guy. I mean those are the guys. They did their job uh, in in regards to uh, tight ends. I mean like there again. I'm probably missing some other other guys here that that had a really good day. Oh, Caden Smith from Stanford, too. He didn't really have a very good combine. I, I thought he kind of disappointed a little bit. 49240 was was not great. And three cone was solid at 708, you know, but you know, 108 on the broad jump, 32 on the vertical, 15 bench press reps. I don't know. Caden Smith, he didn't really do a whole lot for me on film as well, but uh, I just don't think he really has that ability to separate too well. And I think I think some like the uh, the drills yesterday proved that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. wasn't I wasn't crazy about what he did at the combine as well. So. Yeah, I I don't know. Not not too. I wasn't too fond of what what uh what Caden Smith uh, was able to bring to the table. Um, I thought a guy that did pretty well was Josh Oliver. Uh, he had four six three in the forty. Uh, twenty two bench press reps. You know, thirty four inch vertical. Uh, it had a seven two one on three cone, which is eh, iffy, but. Four four seven on the twenty yard shuttle. Then it's twelve oh one on the sixty yard shuttle is not bad, but so yeah, he you know he was pretty like pretty solid. But uh, I don't know. I I think he he's got some of that good 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 straight line speed though, which I think was gonna put him in that that early day three talk. But I don't think any higher than that for Josh Oliver. I really don't see it. But uh, yeah, for the tight ends, that's about what I got um, out of the what I saw yesterday. Finally, we're gonna talk about some quarterbacks, though. So I'm, I'm not gonna go ad nauseum on the on the forty drills. I mean, because it's like whatever, right? <laughs> Dwayne Haskins ran a five oh four. So Stephen A. Smith, I, I think, can retire his uh his talking point. Uh, about uh, run, uh, him being a running quarterback, so jeez, I mean, he had the it was the worst out of everybody. He, no, nobody else ran under, I mean, over a five. So, oh man, you gotta love it. But uh, yeah, Tyree Jackson from Buffalo ran a four five nine, which is pretty crazy uh, for good for second out of all quarterbacks. That's pretty darn good. Uh, I, and I think. He was another guy that where people were asking him to work out in different um, for a different position because I mean the guy put up a four five nine forty he jumped a thirty four and a half vert he did a hundred and twenty in the broad jump he had a seven oh nine three cone and ran the twenty yard shuttle in four two eight I mean that's pretty solid you know he could probably with his size at six seven two forty nine I mean that guy could play a tight end possibly you know so. You know, maybe he should keep his options open because you know his arm, as big as his arm is, he's a little—he's pretty scatter shot, <laughs> and 
he showed that in drills yesterday too. He was a little out of the place. It, I heard a couple of times uh, the um, the drill instructors were telling him, "It's like, hey, man, put some air on that ball." Some of those balls he was throwing to receivers were like going flat, and uh, and they were like, "Hey, man, like put some air on those balls." So you know he's not been he's not consistently good at at throwing it throwing it like with touch. So you know I don't know it, it's. It's going to be a tough road for Tyree Jackson, even with the testing he did yesterday. But, you know, I think if somebody, like I said before when I covered him on the show, somebody is patient with him and works with him, maybe he could be a good quarterback. But, I don't know, it's going to be very tough for him. Really going to be tough for him. So, you know, maybe a position change wouldn't be the worst idea for Tyree Jackson. And he's lucky enough to have that athletic ability and size to be able to do that. So, he's got that in his back pocket. McSorley ran the fastest 40 at 4.57, which was no surprise because the dude is quick as all hell, like I said. But McSorley, again, just didn't look impressive at all in drills. He's you know, it's just he's just not a great thrower of the football. So that's really what it comes down to with him. Uh, Easton Stick uh, from North Dakota State had, had a really good day. And I think he was also asked to work out for a different position. I'm trying to remember what it was because he ran the three cone in six six five which is absolutely nuts for a quarterback that's crazy that's better than some than a lot of receivers run on a three cone which is absolutely crazy so you know maybe and 33 and a half vertical which is not bad at all and a four 4.05 20 yard shuttle i mean holy cow <laughs> you know maybe this guy could play a little receiver or something six one two twenty four so he's got the size to be able to you know, if a quarterback doesn't work out for him, and so that was—I thought that was really impressive from a uh, Easton Stick. <laughs> it's pretty pretty wild, but uh, so I don't know because I I think at the most he's you know he's a backup you know, at the NFL level, but you know again maybe a guy that can change positions and do something else. Who knows? Also, uh, you know, so in a guy that really impressed, I, I felt, and I was watching him. Uh, throughout the drills was was drew lock uh he ran a four six nine forty two which is awesome and uh i i just really really liked his his throwing uh at the combine he looked great uh he wasn't very he wasn't inconsistent at all he uh he was hitting receivers really well uh just had really good touch on his throws and i think he uh definitely put himself in top fifteen uh, maybe top ten discussion uh, with his day yesterday. I, I think I think guys are really really liking him and his size. And I know he wasn't the most consistent guy at at Missouri, but I think Drew Locke is going to be a first round quarterback in this class. I, I think it's going to be, and I think uh, John Elway sitting there at, at pick ten, salivating at the chance for him. So. You know, we're going to see what happens, but Locke, Locke had a really good day. Locke did a really, really good job. Um, another guy that I felt uh, did did pretty well was, again, Dwayne Haskins. I mean, he was accurate, very, very accurate in drills, and I, I thought he looked really solid, and that was, that was a pretty good day for him as well. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray didn't even run anything, so it's like he didn't barely, he didn't even really do throw at the combine. 
So I'm, I'm not even going to talk about Ky- Kyler Murray. That the whole situation is just just weird to me. But the guy that I was unfortunate, I was really bummed out about that. I wish he threw better. Was, was Brett Rippon, who uh, I've been really high on, but he just looked really off his game at the combine. I don't know what happened with him, but uh, he just didn't look very good. I, I was really really bummed out. Honestly, I really was. I just didn't. I didn't think he would, he would look like like that. Is like, I mean, those some of those drills are his game. I mean, that's you know short, you know short to intermediate passing. You know, he's usually great, really good on the, in that area, and didn't have that really good touch on his balls. He was missing receivers. Um, I, I was really very disappointed. And unfortunately, I think his stock might fall because of the his day he had. And uh, so that was that was a real bummer. Is uh, I, I really one of my favorite quarterbacks in the in the, this class but he didn't really uh look the part when he was throwing yesterday so i don't know what that means for him you know i'm not sure how his stock's gonna go after that um was kind of was kind of bummed out about him but and what are you gonna do you know it happens sometimes you have a bad day and i don't know so that's really, I mean, I didn't, like I said, I wasn't going to go too into the quarterbacks. Like I said, I really, there's not a whole lot to take away from that sometimes, but uh, those are the guys I listed, the ones that really uh, stood out to me. I mean, no no one that really surprised you, you know, in my opinion. I mean, you know, Haskins and, and Locke, you know, they kind of showed why they are where they are in, in terms of drafts, uh, where they're going to be going. So, Nothing, nothing too surprising there. But that's going to do it for uh, this episode. Um, I'm going to try to, because I know um, the defensive line and linebacker drills are kind of finishing up in the next hour or so as I'm recording this. But I'm going to try to catch the repeat a little after that. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to get another show out today. Uh, maybe I'll wait till tomorrow morning. Not 100% sure. But... Uh, trying to keep up with this uh, with the combine as best as I can. I've had a really long week at uh, work. So uh, sorry, I didn't get this episode out yesterday when it, ha- when this actually happened all, all, but uh, uh, you know, it's, it's been tough. It's been a tough week for me. So I'm just trying to do what I can. Uh, but thanks all for listening again. Uh, you can find us yeah, as per usual at on uh, iTunes by searching up prospect profile uh, Stitcher by searching up Prospect Profile. Also at Podbean at prospectprofile.podbean.com. And our Twitter page uh, at Prospect Prof. Instagram at Prospect Profile. Facebook to search Prospect Profile once again. So tune in uh, soon. I don't know, today or tomorrow or for, uh, for the next show on the defensive line and linebackers. Thanks, thanks again.